This is Sustainable-ish with me, Jen Gale, and it is great to have you here. Listen in each week and I hope I can brighten up your day and leave you feeling inspired and excited about the magnificent human being that you are and the power that you have to create a better world. You won't find any expectations of eco-warrior perfection here. There's no obligatory tree hugging. You won't be judged if you drive a car, wear leather shoes, or eat the odd pack of Haribo every now and then. I'll be sharing my own gems of wisdom for sustainable-ish living, and I also relentlessly scour the internet for people doing amazing things to tackle the big environmental issues that we're facing, and I hound them until they agree to come on and inspire us all with their fabulousness and the positive change that they're making. So sit back, listen in, and get ready to change the world one baby step at a time. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the Sustainable-ish podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Now before we dive into today's episode, which is just a short one, a five-ish minute guide, I just want to flag up a blog post I've written following on from episode 31, our interview with NatureCare founder Susie Hewson talking about plastic-free periods and wipes. And I've put together a blog post, um, which is kind of like the beginner's guide to plastic-free and sustainable period products. So there's five different options down there, ranging from regular but organic tampons and pads through to uh, reusables like moon cups and washable pads and things like that. So that might be useful for some of you to take a little look at. But for now, this is your five-ish minute guide to climate marches, especially if you've never been before and the thought of going on a climate march makes you frankly feel a little bit sick. (laughs) And I'm recording this because it's the middle of May And at the weekend, I went on my first ever climate march, which obviously now qualifies me (laughs) to write guides and to publish podcast episodes with guides of uh, how to be a climate marcher when maybe it's just not your thing. I went on the Mother's Rise Up climate march in Sunday, which marched from Hyde Park Corner down to... Uh, Parliament Square and then there were speeches and all sorts of things and I went on my own and I will absolutely tell you there are so many times I nearly backed out. Uh, wasn't until I booked my train ticket a couple of days before that I knew I'd kind of committed to going and it was an out of my comfort zone experience I will be absolutely honest with you but I felt like I needed to step up and I had to go and this felt like a really um, safe first march. It was specifically for uh, mums and parents and there were loads of kids there. There were babies in slings, babies in prams, toddlers, all the way up to teenagers and all sorts. And it actually was a really affirming, empowering experience And I think up until that point, I'd always assumed that marches were for other people. They were for people braver than me, people more extroverted than me, more outspoken than me, people who enjoy crowds and shouting and waving placards. And that just really isn't me. But I decided the time had come to step up for what I believed in. And 
I bit the bullet and I did it. So if it's helpful, here are some top tips for you if you're plucking up the courage to go to uh, maybe one of the Fridays for the future, youth strikes or maybe even um, an Extinction Rebellion strike, whatever it is, I would encourage you to to do it because it is scary for lots of us it is out of our comfort zone but honestly I think you will gain a lot from it and it is empowering being surrounded by other people who give a toss about what's happening so here we go here's my top tips I would say if you can try and go with a friend or try to arrange to meet someone there I ended up going on my own and honestly it wasn't too horrendous an experience but I think definitely if you're going for a first time a friend would be really really helpful and you can hold each other's hands and support each other. I was in two minds when I went about making a placard but my friend uh, encouraged me too. she said it gives you something to do with your hands and she's absolutely right. I made mine from our box of who gives a crap toilet roll and I will post a picture in the show notes if you want to have a little look at it but it can be really simple. I walked along having a chat for a little while with a woman who'd just done a little sign on A4 and it was in a flimsy thingy so that she was waving that around. But yeah, I do agree that making a placard gives you something to do with your hands. It makes you feel part of the march as well. And it's a really good conversation starter, especially if you're on your own, because several people commented on mine as I was sort of walking alongside them. And then we'd then chat together for a few minutes and have a bit of bonding over our placards. Now, my issue with the placard was feeling like a bit of a knob on the train. Um, So (laughs) when I was there on my own, working my way up to London. So if you're worried about that, if you're worried about sticking out like a sore thumb on your way to the event, then make your banner foldable or rollable. Um, But having said that, it was or it is a good way to recognise fellow marchers if you can see their placards and a good way to maybe start some conversations or to start some thought processes going processes processes going with other people who maybe aren't aware that the march is taking place practical points wear comfy shoes <laughs> you will be on your feet for a long time uh, take snacks take drinks try to have a wee before you get to the start point oh and don't forget your sun cream if it looks like it's going to be sunny I would say if you are really introverted and you're not someone that likes bouncing up to strangers and starting conversations which is what I'm like then maybe set yourself a goal of talking to at least one stranger or maybe two or pick a goal that feels kind of okay-ish and smile at people and make eye contact if you're on a march where there's young kids it's sometimes a little bit easier because you can congratulate the kids on their banners or their t-shirts or say well done for being here and then that's a quite a nice easy icebreaker to start a conversation with the parents as well remember you're under no obligation to shout chant sing if this is going to make you feel even more awkward. (laughs) So you can just simply move away from the shouting, chanting, singing types. Or if you don't want to move away and you want to look like you're getting involved, but you're far too British to actually make a noise, then just do what most of us do in um, churches and school assemblies and just mouth the words. The choice is yours. Look around, soak up the atmosphere. You are a part of something bigger when you're doing this and I think that is the most empowering thing about it so do take the time to sort of look around look in front of you look behind you get a sense of how big the crowd is and at the end of the day if it's all a bit too much if it's all a bit overwhelming and a bit too peopley head for home you made it there you took a massive step out of your comfort zone and maybe next time you'll stay longer or maybe next time a friend will come with you or one of your kids 
And lastly, I would say be proud of yourself for what you're doing, even if you end up going home early, even if you don't manage to talk to anybody else. Be proud of what you're doing for stepping up, for standing up, for being a part of democracy and for making your voice heard about this most important of issues. You absolutely rock. So let me know, have you marched? Would you march? Has hearing this made you think that maybe you'd have a little go? I'd absolutely love to hear. So do head to the show notes, which are at www.asustainablelife.co.uk or leave a message for me on social media. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, do sign up for my Sustainable-ish Sunday little newsletter where you'll get a roundup of all the blog posts and podcasts and one super simple Sustainable-ish swap that you can make. And lastly, please, 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 if you're enjoying this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or a comment um, on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you get your Uh, podcast through your ear holes so that they know that it's awesome and that it's we can start to spread the goodness and the ripples around the world all right have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day evening week whatever it is you're doing and i will catch you next time take care you've been listening to sustainable ish you wonderful sack of loveliness with me jen gale Hopefully we've fired some neurons and we've got the old grey matter thinking about what changes you can make in your life this week to live that little bit more sustainably. Do let me know what that is. I love to hear about the changes that people are making, big or small. Every single one counts. If you've enjoyed the show, and I hope you have, do hop over to iTunes to leave a comment or a review and then the bots at iTunes will cotton on to just how awesome it is and it will show up in more people's feeds. Or at least I think that's how it works. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch you next time.